0: In 2022, is it actually possible for a band to plan and book tours? We'll check in with Evergrey bassist Johan Nyman to find out on this episode of Chris Aiken Presents. It is Chris Aiken presents and I of course am Chris Aiken and joining me today to talk about their brand new release it's it's one of my favorite bands out there they they are they've been around forever it seems like at this point but they are still <coughs> producing music at a as high or a higher level than they ever have before the band, of course, is Evergrey. Their new release is called A Heartless Portrait, The Orphean Testament. And here to talk all about it is the bassist of the band, Mr. Johan Nyman. Johan, how are you, man?
1: Thank you. Uh, thank you for having me. Yeah, I'm, I'm good. I'm
0: good. 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 good, good, man. Well, it's always good to get Evergrey music, but I have to tell you right off the bat, I'm very surprised to get Evergrey music right now. It, this seems like an awful, awful fast turnaround from Escape of the Phoenix. Seems like you guys just came back really quickly.
1: Yeah, well,
0: uh,
1: the, there weren't any tours. So,
0: <laughs> you know, usually
1: when a, a, a record is, is released, you know, touring and festivals and, you know, everything follows. But uh, obviously, you know, that didn't happen this time. So Sure. So well, well, we, we thought, what are we going to do? Are we going to sit around and wait for something that might not happen? Or do we just continue to write and uh, record? So that's sure. what we did.
0: Was it, was it different this time? I mean, uh, obviously, with all the lockdowns all over the place and whatnot, uh, was it different the way that you wrote? Did you have to kind of do the Zoom thing where you were... <laughs> you know you send an idea to tom and he sends it back or he sends it to henrik or or what have uh, you Or you we kind of
1: do that anyway okay everyone writes on their own and then we send our stuff to everyone so everyone can listen to right uh, all the ideas and then we meet up for a weekend in the rehearsal room and then we listen to everything and then we you know take notes and uh, Decide on which songs or which ideas to pursue and which to kind of scrap. Yeah. So sure.
0: It, was, it wasn't a, a super big difference. Okay. How, how about the recording itself? Was that the same as always as well?
1: Yeah, pretty much the same as, as the previous. It was just me and, and uh, Jonas in the studio. So okay. very, very relaxed, very chilled. No, sure. no people, no people visiting.
0: <laughs> right? So yeah, makes for sure. a pretty um, yeah, just relaxed atmosphere. Oh, that's cool. Well, you know the the one thing that's interesting I've found interesting talking to a lot of bands is this time off that you guys have all had, and obviously you didn't have it because you wanted it. You had it because the whole world went on pause for a while. Yeah. yeah. But having that time off, and you, you've been I mean you've been active forever. You know whether it was with whether it was with Evergrey or Murder the Sweet or Mind's Eye, et cetera. I mean you've been in a lot of bands that have always been touring theory on. You know, yeah. with with all those different bands, I don't think you've ever had this kind of time off, have you? No, <laughs> no, that's
1: that's uh, unprecedented time <laughs> off. <laughs> no, it, is, it's it's yeah, it's been really strange. Is it um,
0: is it good or not good or do you hate it or?
1: For me, it was kind of good. Okay, yeah, because I was uh, you know getting a bit you know burned out. Sure. Anyway, so uh, I, uh, for me, it came at a pretty good time. Sure. So and, it's a, and,
0: you know, time to recuperate and, uh, you know, recharge the batteries. Sure. And, and it is interesting, too, because being in Evergrey, you guys are one of the more ambitious bands out there. You guys are always, it is such a tour, record, tour, record type of a band, you know, more more than. More than a lot of bands, you know. There's no five-year gaps in in recordings. So no, no, no. We uh, we uh, we seem to be on a roll. Sure, (laughs) uh,
1: and especially since uh, well, actually, for the past I don't know how many albums, five something, since uh, Jonas and Henrik came back. Sure, it's been a really really good um, creative vibe.
0: In the band. Sure. But, yeah. it does does it get that way for a band just because the business is good or does it get that way because you want it to be that way? I mean how how does a band determine how much they work especially a band like Evergrey that's never been you know the Rolling Stones or Metallica huge mm-hmm. you know how, how do you guys balance between how much you work and how much you want to work
1: uh, we talk. <laughs> yeah no I, I mean well there is some truth to that because uh, before I think it was yeah before uh, Jonas and uh, Henrik came back we kind of had a talk that you know this might you know, having them coming back might bring some more attention to the band and we might you know tour more and, and yeah. how does everyone feel about that or you know, are we, are we up to, you know, do whatever, do whatever we can? Sure. Um, and uh, same with, um, we had different booking agents and like that. And, and we've always said that we, we want to play everywhere. So, uh, you know, you know, it's, it's up to the booking agents pretty much. Yeah.
0: You know? Sure. We, do,
1: we just want to work and, and play as much as possible.
0: Right, and and it always seems like, it, at least as an outsider looking in, it always seems like bands worry that if they go away too long, people will forget, and and that seems like a distinct worry, especially now, and you know we're in such a weird time where people don't listen to whole albums anymore; they listen to a song or two. It is a weird time to where if you go away too long, you might very well be forgotten. Oh yeah, yeah
1: for sure. Because uh, there's there's so much music out there. It's so easily available. There's you know streaming platforms, uh, Bandcamp. You know if you have a computer, you can release music. Yeah, basically. And uh, so it's kind of it's important to to, uh, release something, uh, sure. regularly and, uh, you know, to have so that you, so that people know that you exist. Sure. Cause otherwise, you know, the, Hey, that's a, a new band over there. I'd rather listen yeah. to them and, and, you know, it, it happens. Right.
0: Yeah. Sure. Well, and, and, you know, coming back to the, to the new release a Heartless Portrait, um, That's one of the things that I would say about Evergrey, you know, kind of piggybacking off what you just said, Evergrey, more than just about any band I can think of has really kind of reinvented its sound without re you know, without completely changing. I mean, if you listen to the early day albums, the recreation day and the circle and all the, you know, those records, they don't sound like what you're doing today, but, they sound enough like what you're doing today that you that you realize it's still Evergreen. It's just, there's so much more growth in it now, I, I believe.
1: Yeah, um, I I agree. Um, you can, if you listen, yeah, for example, if you listen to Recreation Day and then you listen to the newest record, uh-huh. I mean, they are different, but sure. they're, like you said, there's enough similarities to, to to go well, you know, it's it it is the same band, you know. Sure. Mm-hmm. And uh, I mean, obviously, a lot of that has to do with um, Tom's voice. Sure. Definitely, he he's such a big part of of the sound.
0: Right. Well, and and it seems like if if people were fans in the old days, that it seems like Evergrey was trying to be more of a metal band that also touched into the progressive world. Where now it seems that you guys have settled very much into the progressive side of things. I mean, the this like this album itself. This is a very epic sounding release, and same with Escape of the Phoenix. Very epic, big sounding, you know, instrumentally intensive releases from you guys. And is that by design that you guys, or is that just where you are now as a band?
1: Yeah, I mean it. it, it
0: it's not, you know,
1: thought out. We we don't, uh, you know, sit there and, and plan things in minute detail. Uh, it it happens. You know, the 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 songs that we write are the songs that we write because we feel like writing them at this point. You know, and uh, that makes the records uh, different. I guess that's why. The records are different because we are in a different mind state or a different—you know—we're we're in different places, you know, at every um, writing session. So sure. instead of trying to force something and uh, you know having a a sort of map to uh, to go by, we kind mm-hmm. of we. We do it all by ear, so to speak, and uh, see what see what
0: happens. Sure. Now, now uh, Johan, uh, one thing that I, I got, another thing I got to commend you guys on for this release is mm-hmm. in a time when everybody was kind of locked away from everybody, which is when you recorded this and wrote this, mm-hmm. you incorporated the fans. You had the fans, you know, on Save Us. You had them... You know, doing some backing vocals and whatnot, which is, I think, is brilliant from you guys to kind of take the time when everybody's feeling kind of disconnected from their favorite artists, their favorite music, their favorite friends, relatives, everything else. I thought it was really brilliant that you guys did it not only on Save Us, but in a couple places where you incorporated the fans to the, you know, to what you were doing. So talk a little bit about that decision. Cause that's not a decision bands make very often.
1: No. Um, it's, uh, we, yeah, we, we had those, those two specific, two specific songs, uh, Save Us and, uh, Midwinter Calls. Right. And those particular sections that had those big, um, choirs, we, we thought about first, like kind of like you know, doing it ourselves. You know, we could, mm-hmm. you know, the band in the studio, everyone, it's you know, shouting, and we do multiple takes and stack them on top of each other, and and if you do enough takes, it sounds pretty sure. big. But then I was like, oh, really, ah, oh, we could do something more fun. We could. The next idea was well, we bring in all our friends, you know, because mm-hmm. it's a it's a somewhat large studio room so we could fit a lot of people in there. Sure. But it's like, uh, but it's COVID and right. know, people are not going to want to be you know, stuck in a place together. So I think it was Tom that had the, the, the brilliant idea that uh, uh, you know you can sing at home if you have uh, some type of recording equipment. You know, sing
0: and uh, send it in. Right. Now, I, I have to ask, and you may not know this, but from a studio standpoint, how many takes did you get versus how many you could use? Because they didn't exactly fit, you know, the, the chanting.
1: Yeah, um, I, I don't know. Okay. I'm, 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 I, I don't know if if, if if everything was used or if, you know, like 80% or, you know, I, I don't know
0: sure yeah it just sounds like it would be such a such a big undertaking to take you know people from all over the world and try to and especially people that aren't pros that won't sing to a clock or something and and have them try to try to fit in you know in perfect phrasing and stuff yeah i'm
1: i'm glad i'm not our mixer <laughs>
0: Right. <laughs> no question. Yeah. Well, Johan, you mentioned it before. The other song, um, Midwinter Mid Calls, is the uh, first video or one of the first videos that you shared with um, with the public from the record. Why did you yeah. choose that song? What was the decision to do a video for it?
1: Um, we felt
0: that, uh,
1: well, first of all, we, we, we felt that Save Us had to be song number one was like no no question and then we we asked our our record label uh what they thought we um asked you know friends and uh, you know colleagues you know what would feel like a a good second track uh and there were obviously you know a lot of different uh suggestions but uh, i think uh yeah you know, for me it, it has a it has a good a good chorus uh, and um, kind of um, not simple but very direct riff sure that you know it, it doesn't take
0: mm-hmm.
1: 10 listens to kind of understand what the what the song is it's pretty straightforward
0: I think sure now obviously we're looking at the video a little bit it look it's a very in-depth video and a very stark video. Was it fun to do the video or oh, yeah. videos it a pain? Yeah, no, no, no. Uh,
1: usually it's like you stand there and you do, you know, you play and you do the same take. And it's like, oh, yeah, okay. But this yeah. was really fun. It was, uh, yeah, it was amazing. It looks, maybe it looks, you know, rough, but uh, it was
0: really fun. Sure. I mean, it it looks what it's supposed to be. It's a dark song and it's, 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 I I love this video. It's one of the better videos from any band that, that I've seen this year just because it's, it's performance, but it's also kind of, kind of acted a little bit too. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it is. And uh, you know, we we had that sort of in the, uh, in the first video as well, Mm -hmm. uh, the sort of acting kind of, and uh, more here and uh, there will be some in the next video as well. Okay. Um, so yeah but it, it's it's fun to do something different you know for us sure. anyway. I mean there are bands that that do this or you know they have their own way of doing things and, and usually we do the the performance
0: sure st- stuff and uh, but, uh, yeah yeah it was, it was fun to do. Something sure. different. Absolutely. Well, well, Johan. Obviously, man. Um, you've been you've been at home for a while, and you guys have been waiting to get back out. Well, it looks like the world is starting to open up. So, yeah, what are the sure. tour plans for moving forward to promote this record? Uh, we have like
1: um, next, yeah, next month, uh, in May, uh, mid-May. We're going to Finland, uh, okay. playing three shows. Um, then we have the, like, the release uh, on the 20th and 21st, we're playing Gothenburg and Stockholm, but it's only like a, a few songs acoustic, um, okay. sort of, just to do something. Sure. And then we have a couple of festivals um, around Europe, and in the fall, like September, October, uh, there's uh, supposed to be a tour. A European tour um, okay so we'll see if that happens yeah you, know, you sure. never know with you know Russians and
0: <laughs> russians covid everything right yeah everything you you, you, you
1: just don't know so but, right you know, fingers crossed and hopefully we can get to do some touring and I mean it would be nice we have we would have two records to uh-huh. to tour for because we didn't tour for the the previous one
0: Sure. Any any apprehensions about especially at the bigger festivals to you know hundred thousand people in one place in Vakken or wherever? Yeah, um, yeah. I, I'm you know
1: you you get comfortable with with less people. Sure. Uh so I'm a bit uh, yeah, apprehensive, concerned, nervous, you know, about hanging around bigger crowds, but right. yeah. it, uh, yeah, With, say, baby steps, hopefully. Yeah. I hear you. Yeah. And,
0: and I think that's, that's a lesson the world is learning right now is you just got to kind of push yourself out there and, you know, make it happen because, you know, the, the fear you can only live in fear so long, you know? Yeah, uh, definitely. Uh, and, uh,
1: you know, you can get used to anything, you know. Being at home and not seeing anyone, you get used to that, you know. But having everything open up and you know, kind of being forced out <laughs> into right. the open,
0: okay.
1: uh, you get used to that too. So I mean, it's just um, you know, just it's a, I think it's a mindset. You just gotta right. adjust your thinking a bit.
0: Sure. Now, now, Johan, I, I wanted to ask you something. That has nothing to do with Evergreen, but it just it, it struck me as unique, I guess. Which is um, the, the a band that you were in before, the Murder of My Sweet, and their latest release is uh, like a sequel to one of your releases with Mind's Eye. They did. They did. Um, you guys did. Um, what a gentleman's a gentleman. Yeah. Uh, a gentleman's hurricane, yeah, and and their release is a gentleman's legacy, which is like the sequel to a gentleman's hurricane. And it was written by Daniel and and um, what's her name? I can't think of her name. Angelica. Uh, yeah, Angelica. Did are you even aware of that? And what do you think of that? Uh, I
1: I might have seen something. But I haven't heard anything. Um, I mean, Daniel wrote pretty much all of uh, A Gentleman's Hurricane, and sure. you know he writes everything for uh, the Murder of My Sweet, so uh, it it it's not sh- it's not it's not a shock. Okay. Yeah. You know? uh, and and I really have I don't have any. Anything bad to say
0: about that? Uh, sure. No, I wasn't even looking for you to say anything bad. I just, yeah. it, it's it's one of those things I don't think that's ever been done before where no. one band did something and then another band kind of continues it. I know it's the same person, but, you know, yeah, it's, it's kind of odd. Yeah, it, it is. It is. Uh, but, uh, yeah, it's, uh, you know, it is
1: what it is. Sure, no question. I, I might, I might have to listen to that to, to see if it, uh, if there are any um, uh, like uh, musical similarities. Sure. Um, see if I can well, find it, any... it.
0: It definitely feels. I, I mean, I've listened to both, and it definitely, it feels sort of in the pocket, I guess. But it obviously, with Angelica, it's a different sound completely. But yeah. yeah, of course. It, yeah. You know, but it, it is interesting to hear. At least for me, it was very interesting to hear but oh, cool. well um one last thing and, and, and it's sort of an ever great thing but it's just more because you've been into some very creative bands you know especially minds eye and Therion as well as um as well as evergray is it is it a different creative process from band to band when you're when you're in these creative Entities like I imagine writing a and record takes forever because it just seems like it's so big and you know every last note of every last instrument is overly analyzed of where it fits and how it fits. So is it a different yeah. process from from band to band?
1: Yes. Okay. Yes, it's the short answer. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, Ethereum is is very Im- involved. Sure. You know, because of the the orchestrations and everything. It, it, so that takes a long time um to to figure out and to uh, to write and to sure. record. And uh you know, obviously, you know, with uh, every we we don't have the orchestrations, but we have keyboards and other stuff and, mm-hmm. you know, that also, it's also time consuming to, to find the right sounds and uh, the right arrangements. Uh,
0: it's, it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's different. Sure. Do you, do you have a preference to one toward the other? Do you like, do you like the evergreen thing where it doesn't take as much time as, as the, the theory and stuff?
1: Uh, yeah. Yeah, i do it it's it feels more um more direct it's it okay. more immediate sure. and uh, and um, yeah it's it's more what i like to listen to as well uh, excellent i I, uh, I had never heard anything quite like Therion the first time i heard him sure <laughs> what is this <laughs> what, how, how, what how do you mix, you know, Mm -hmm. accept and, you know, classical music. I I didn't get it at all. I thought it was the weirdest thing I'd ever heard. Sure. But, uh, you know, after a while, you kind of get it. And it's like, oh, okay,
0: cool. Right. (laughs) Nice. Well, the, the band that I certainly get is Evergrey, and I, I'm thrilled that you guys have this great new release out, uh, or it's coming out May 20th. It is called A Heartless Portrait, The Orphean Testament. And um, Johan, where should we tell people to go to um, keep up with the band and tour dates and all that stuff?
1: Um, well, you can look at uh, evergrey.net. I don't know how well updated that is. Otherwise, okay. you know, Facebook, Instagram, you could go to uh, Napalm Records. Also, they should have most most of the uh, information.
0: Excellent. Well, one more time. The album is called "A Heartless Portrait: The Orphean Testament." It is ever gray. And Johan, thanks so much for joining me here on Chris Aiken Presents. Thank you for having me. Thank you. <laughs> what's up everybody it is chris aiken from the classic metal show aftershocks tv and heavy metal television and i am now on cameo that's right if you need a message sent to somebody maybe it's happy birthday maybe it's get out of here hit the street you're fired i don't care what it is firing a girlfriend firing a boyfriend firing an employee wishing them well whatever it is i'm on cameo i'm here to deliver the message i'll do it in my unique way so you can imagine it'll have some profanity in it and it'll be a little bit filthy but that's okay because that's probably what you guys want from me anyway so check me out cameo.com slash chris aiken again cameo.com slash chris aiken book me and i will deliver whatever message it is that you need delivered and it's cheap so go do it all right later